Having a skincare routine is extremely important and geology has been helping me out. Geology is a nine-time men's grooming award-winning men's skincare company recognized in GQ, Men's Health, Ask Men, Spy, Rob Reports Grooming, and more. They have 5,000 plus five-star reviews and people love the products. Geology creates a simple and effective skincare routine customized just for you with ingredients that are proven to work and formulated for daily use. The product set is great for both individuals new to skincare and seasoned skincare experts. Our skincare is built around just a handful of powerful proven ingredients that have been trusted by dermatologists for decades. Geology skincare helps you fight acne, reduce oilness, prevent wrinkles, and combat dark or puffy under eyes. You might be asking how does it all work? Well let me tell you, you click the link provided in the description down below and you take a 30 second diagnostic quiz and with a few clicks tell them about your skin and goals and their team of dermatologists will design a resume just for you that is shipped directly to your door. Yes, it's that simple. Start with the complete trial set which is a 5 piece trial set valued at $50. Geology products work best as a set, so start with the 30-day trial of all four products, which includes two everyday face wash, a vital morning face cream, a repairing night cream, and my personal favorite, nourishing eye cream, which, if purchased alone, it would cost you $45. It's simple enough to stick with, and it's only a few steps, one minute in the morning and one minute at night. Head to geology.com, that's G-E-O, L-O-G-I-E and take their free skincare quiz to save 70% off your personalized 30-day trial or just click the link below in the description. Yo, 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 what's good, everyone? Welcome to the In Conversation podcast with your host, Andrew Cervantes. It is currently like 91 degrees outside. I know that might not be that hot to some people. It is extremely hot to other people. Well, you know, coming off of spring, I'm uh, used to, you know, I'm used to like that 70, 80 degree weather. So for it to be 91, it's, you know, I'm shocked right now and I'm hot. I'm like sweating. My AC is acting up. It's not working. So someone's supposed to be coming and checking that out. But I want to welcome you guys to the show. Uh, starting off with, you know, some summer plans. Um, let's get into that first. I'm finishing up, you know, the school semester, so which means, you know, more podcast content coming out to you guys, you know, more more frequently. And, um, you know, the only plans I have for, uh, you know, this summer coming up are, you know, I'm getting ready for the cruise to Mexico. Uh, that'll be cool. I'm going for a week-long cruise to, um, you know, to three different places places in Mexico, Cabo, Mazatlan, and Puerto Vallarta. I've actually done this cruise before. The only difference is now it's going to be, you know, a different uh, boat, but this boat is supposed to be like a brand new one that they had built right before the pandemic. So, you know, this is going to be a cool one. Um, cruises, you know, they do get, I mean, they're really fun, right? But they do get a little, little on the sketchy side i mean because you know you have uh days you know you have like a, it's called a, a a sea day you know where you're just out at sea and you know you're traveling to mexico or you know wherever your destination is and basically you're stranded on the boat the whole time right obviously there's so much things to do on the boat but i don't know 
for me, for some reason, you know, with my anxiety and stuff, just being trapped somewhere is still kind of nerve-wracking. Like, I know I have my hotel room and stuff. Still kind of sketchy. Like, I had some family that had a, uh, they had like a nice room, right, with the, uh, with an ocean view. And, um, you know, it was just kind of scary looking out into the water. There was nothing nearby, you know, for like miles and miles and miles. It was just nothing but water literally 360 degrees around you it was kind of sketchy especially at night you know it's all dark and stuff and it's literally so dark that the moon is lighting up the sky and the oceans and you know it's like it's so dark that it's like bright right and i mean obviously like when we go outside we have you know street lights and stuff like this but if we had no street lights at all if you guys ever been camping you know at night or whatever you guys know that the moon lights up the night so we can see right but it's just kind of sketchy being out on sea. I'm excited. You know, don't get me wrong. Definitely more excited than, you know, sketched out by far. But, you know, going to Cabo is about, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, much needed vacation. I know I'm still in my summer classes, so I'm still going to be, uh, you know, doing my school thing. I'm just not going to be, you know, full-time student this, uh, you know, summer break, which is, uh, you know, very much needed. But, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, staying the night in Long Beach, you know, because we're departing from Long Beach, so we're going to have to drive all the way over there. Uh, yeah, going to get a hotel, and then as soon as we wake up, first thing in the morning, load up on the, you know, the the, uh, the boat, and then vacation, you know, is pretty much started. Vacation pretty much starts uh, as soon as we get to Long Beach. I mean, might as well start hanging out. Last time, we did the same exact thing, and we were just in Long Beach at night. We went to the, um, the beach at night, and it was a weekday. It was a... I don't know what day it was. I think it was like a Thursday or something. And, uh, you know, it was obviously empty because it was like 10 o'clock on a Thursday night in Long Beach. But we had just rented the electric scooters and we're just, you know, drive, driving around the beach and just exploring stuff, which was, you know, it was cool. It was a lot of fun. So I'm probably going to do the same thing and just relax, maybe go get, you know, a dinner together or whatever. So that will be cool. Um, Cabo was my favorite one by far. That'll be um, fun to go back to. Uh, I know the majority of people that do go to Cabo kind of do the same thing. They kind of just chill on the beach. Um, another thing that is a kind of a con about these cruises is, uh, you know, you only get so much hours in the town. And uh, there's a very strict time limit. You know, if you don't come back by this time, they will leave you. Trust me, they will do it. So they're, they they push you, you know, and they inform you. To let you know that, hey, if you don't make it back by this time, we're not going to, like, stop the movement of the boat or, like, to lo let you on. We're not going to stop. You're done. Like, you need to be back by this time or that's it. You're getting left behind. And they'll really leave you. I've heard stories that they actually have left people, you know. So that's uh, uh, definitely when you're on a very strict time limit. That's why you can't shoot yourself in the foot and be very last minute. You know, lo get back on the boat when there's, like, you know, still time left. You don't want to push it to the very last minute. But, uh, yeah, that'll be cool. And, um, actually, last time I went on the cruise, you had to be 18 to do, like, all the adult stuff, like gambling and, um, gambling in the casino on the boat and, um, like, go to the nightclub. So now that I'm over 18, you know, I'll easily be able to do that. I'll probably be in the casino just messing around just because, I mean, I can't really go to a casino, like, straight up, technically. Not yet. You know, I have to wait until October until I'm 21 for that. So, you know, I might just do it just to, like, you know, fool around. When I was on the boat, 
you know, at the casino, I, w- I was sitting at uh, some of the games. I wasn't playing or nothing, but I remember the people right next to me had just won, like, I think it was, like, 5K, and their reaction was pretty, I mean, it was cool to see them win that. You know, on vacation, that's your vacation, you know, paid for plus another one, right? So that's that's dope. But winning 5K, you know, I on your vacation, like, what else is better than that? You know what I mean? So that's just dope. But, yeah, that's really the only thing I have planned is the mexico thing and then the rest is just going to be grinding and working and saving 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 so um once the stock market it does go a lot more down which i do believe it is going to go you know a lot more down uh then just buy 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 and uh save up for you know a property that's the goal so just save up the money um I had my reoccurring investments, but I actually put a pause on those just because I, you know, I know they say it's not good to time the market or whatever, but I'm, you know, I'm just trying to save up my bread for a little and uh, I don't know, I'm trying to get in a position where, you know, I could get a crib basically and uh, the way to do that, I mean, I could have my money working for me, but I already have, you know, I'm happy with my portfolio and it's already doing that, you know, and I don't want to invest and then the you know they buy the dip and then it keeps going down you know what i mean like nah i'm already happy i've i've already bought the dip plenty so regardless when we do go up i'm you know long term so in three to five years i already know i'm going to be profiting and it's going to be a pretty good amount right and because i haven't made no bad well i don't want to say i haven't made no bad investments but the investments i do make you know are pretty safe and my, you know, my risk tolerance isn't that high. I mean, it is, but it's already sketchy for me to invest in cryptos, right? And I am an investor in crypto, but, you know, since I have time on my hands, I don't like to, you know, I don't like to um, really try to, you know, do no get rich quick scheme and try to invest in this. That shit goes up and sell it and this and that. Like, why the, I don't, I, why would I need to do that when I have all the time in the world, right? As a young man. So it's just like, there's no need to do that. You got to have the diamond hand. You got to hold. I'm happy that these stocks are on sale. You know, I'm down like 16% of my portfolio, but I'm not complaining at all. If anything, it makes me happy because my, you know, my plan wasn't to touch this money for years in the first place. So now that it's, now that it's even cheaper, that's why I want to step up this grind and get more money so I can buy the dip. And hopefully it goes down even more so I could buy more. That's just that's just the way I think about the stock market. You know, longevity is the way to go with it. But I don't want to spend too much time on the finance stuff. But yes, you know that those those are my um you know my summer plans pretty much finishing up this semester. I only have one more final. Thank God that is getting over with. Um, you know, I'm doing this school thing. I don't like it, but I'm doing it. You know, because sometimes in life. You have to do the stuff that you don't like to get to the stuff that you do like, right? You got to make sacrifices. It's just how it is. Not everything's all fu- sunshine and fucking rainbows. So, you know, take that how you want it. Um, on to sports. NBA Conference Finals. You know, Western Conference Finals, Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern Conference Finals, we got the Celtics versus Heat. Miami is up as of right now. 1-0. If you're listening to this in real time, they're probably playing as we speak. Game 2. Um, I know the Celtics are a lot bigger than the Heat. Um, the Heat are more experienced, I would say. Um, 
not organization. I'm just talking about as the teams they have, you know, and the players they have on the roster right now. Um, I honestly believe that the Heat are going to walk away with this. Um, just because, you know, they did make it to the finals, you know, in the bubble in 2020. Um, you start to learn, you know, if you keep up with sports and stuff, that it's pretty much always the same teams that are winning. And that's because it comes... It starts with the owners, right? And then who the owners hire as GMs. And it's literally the whole organization and the whole staff, right? And it goes, I mean, obviously players are a huge factor, of course. But you start to learn that a lot of these teams suck because of, you know, certain ownership and stuff. Or people don't know how to run sports teams, right? That's why the Mavericks are back, you know, Western Conference Finals. And they've always made the playoffs. They might not make, you know, deep runs every year. But they did win the chip, you know, in like 2010 or 20 or 2009 or one of those years, 2011, 2012, I don't know. One of those years, um, you know, against LeBron, that was with Dirk. And, you know, Mark Cuban is the owner and he is a great owner. Um, you know, certain teams are just so established, like the Lakers are another team. They're not the best of the best, but they are a team that, you know... They won't suck for a long time, and I think, you know, the city of Los Angeles is just a a huge reason why they are there in the first place. Um, are, why they, you know, do win is because players love to play in L.A. Like, who wouldn't want to play in L.A. as a, a pro athlete? But, yeah, it starts with these owners, you know, like the, the Warriors owners, um, you know, they, they took a whole new uh, approach to Golden State. You know, they rebranded their logo and... You know, instead of the orange, uh, now they have the yellow. But, I mean, you know what I mean, right? Like the blue and yellow. It's like a different blue, different yellow. Um, you know, and then they've proved themselves as great owners of the organization by drafting, you know, by building a team the right way. You know, their core players, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green, right? And they built that from the draft. That is impressive because that never happens and Draymond was a second round sleeper pick you know what I mean and now he's like the heart and soul of that warrior team so I'm just, I'm just saying like you know Pat Riley the heat LeBron isn't there and they're back without LeBron right there's you know there's a common factor here Celtics you know they uh they've had bad seasons right like where they suck but then, you know, now they're back in the Eastern Conference Finals, you know. So it, it goes up. I'm talking like Western Conference Finals, Finals appearances, and then it goes down, right? And then you have a couple bad years, and then it goes up again. And, you know, it's just there's the common factor here, and it's the owners, and it's the staff, and it's the people they pick to play on their team. It's not teams like the Nets that are getting people like Ben Simmons or like the Sixers that are, you know, that are just picking up players that are just like divas right and uh i don't know it's a lot of a lot of things you know it, organizations they're just some of them just don't know how to run teams i a lot of times i think they're just rich billionaires that just want to own a sports team and they think it's a good investment right because it is a good investment but it's like damn like at least have some knowledge like shit like <laughs> it's i don't know some some of them don't know what they're doing um Anyways, I have the Heat winning that one. I have the Heat winning that one. Probably, mm, I could see them going. Honestly, I could see the Heat and Celtics going to seven. I really do think so. And I, I believe the Heat are going to go on and, you know, go to the finals. Um, 
Mavericks and Warriors. I couldn't watch this game because I was, uh, you know, at work, which sucks. It's just a bummer. That's like the first Warrior game I missed the whole playoffs. Um, you know, Warriors are up 1-0. I got the Warriors winning this one, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's like 5 or 6, honestly. Um, I mean, it was a blowout win, you know, game one. Uh, I was expecting to play the Suns, but once I really sat down and thought about it, I was, um, you know, I wanted I wanted the Mavericks to win. I mean, as much as cool it would as cool as it would have been to see you know the Suns and Warriors play in the Western Conference Finals because that's what everyone predicted. I think the safer bet was the Mavericks. I mean, it's just cool, right? Like Luca's still fun to watch, and um. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to get to the chip and win, right? Like, it would have been cool to play Phoenix, though, right? Just to see the competitive spirit. But it, I don't know, for some reason. And, you know, I'm someone that likes to compete. Like, I don't know. I'd want to compete, like, with the best. But for some reason, I feel like when it comes to, like, sports teams, I have, like, my, like, territory or, like, tutorial space or something where I just, like, bro, like, give me mine and get the hell out of here. Like, it's just weird. With sports, it's different. Uh, you know, I just, I would just want my teams to win, you know, like, it's just, I don't know what it is, it's just me, um, I'm predicting, you know, Golden State versus Heat NBA Finals, uh, before this, actually in the very, very, very beginning of this season, I had predicted, if you guys remember, like, this is almost, like, as soon as I started my podcast, if you listen to this, you know, from the jump, like, from, you know, we've, since we've started this podcast, you know, I predicted, Golden State versus Milwaukee, you know, Warriors versus Bucks finals. And, um, you know, I wasn't off on it at all. And I said the Warriors were going to finish with a way better record than the Lakers. And people thought I was crazy for saying that shit. And I knew that Laker team was washed up because we have seen teams like that hundreds of times. This Laker team, it was washed is no chemistry, you know, like, nah, it wasn't going to work. It's the same thing Dwight Howard, Steve Nash, and Kobe Bryant, when they all played together, you know, they were all washed up and shit. Like, we knew this wasn't going to work. It's more popular names playing, you know, on a popular team in a big organization, but there's, like, no chemistry. To win a championship, you need role players. If you don't have those role players, you're not going to win, and that is why the last four teams remaining all have um they all have at least one star and they all have role players people that are great off the bench and that that that's the key to winning championships just in any any sport or at least in basketball and football the way to win is having debt and like having depth and you know Role players, that's the way to do it. I'm just saying, like, you know, I had predicted, like I said, you know, Warriors and Bucks. Wasn't off on that. Um, it would have been cool to see that one. Honestly, I was surprised that the Bucks actually got eliminated because I thought it was going to be, like, some Giannis moment, like, Game 7, come through, superstar, like, ah, legacy, cool. But, nah, he didn't get it done, you know? It sucks. I know they didn't have Chris Middleton. I guess, you know, the Destiny was, you know, it just wasn't their year. It sucks to say, but, you know, they they were the defending champs. They got a chip last year. Uh, you know, they're a hell of a team. I respect them, and it's just it's cool to see them. You know, I, I, I like Giannis a lot, and I know a lot of people, a lot of the fans out there, you know, like 
it was the same thing with Curry. He was cool when he got like his first ring, but then when he started dominating, people started hating him and shit. So hopefully he doesn't get that same energy, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does get that same energy or whatever. But it is kind of hard because he does play in Milwaukee and no superstars want to go to Milwaukee and join up because like who wants to live in Milwaukee, right? It's like all snow. It's, it snows all the time and it's cold. Like no one wants to go to, and play in Milwaukee, like if we're being honest. But that's enough sports talk. Oh, uh, we're going to talk about this Travis Scott makes first appearance since the Astro World. Uh, you know, tragedy. Um, I I've talked about this on an episode. You guys know I did feel some type of way about Travis. Uh, I thought what he did was just very selfish and childish, and it was just dirty, man. Like, how are you just gonna keep performing? You know and they're saying he didn't know or whatever. It just makes me have no respect for people like that. And I don't know, man. His his style was weird, but you know, I realized that was me just adding on to the, you know, the cancellation. That was when I did that episode about Travis, it was more just me, you know, talking out of emotion and just like how could you do that and you know, all these people lost their life, right? But you know, as you as time goes on and you do more research, you realize it wasn't his fault 110%. I know um, Live Nation was the host of that festival, and they have a reputation for doing horrible festivals, and they always go to shit. Like, I heard that Smokers and Club Festival in uh, Los Angeles a couple weeks was also a horrible one. I don't know if it was hosted by Live Nation, but I would not be willing, or I would not be surprised if it was, I'm just saying, Live Nation, they have a horrible reputation for uh, for these festivals. So if you do know that is it is a Live Nation festival, be be aware for sure. I mean, it's not like a Coachella or a day in Vegas where they're established festivals with this and this and this. You know, Live Nation is a type to leave you without no water or leave you without no shade and like not enough security. You know, like festivals, they need that. Trust me. It is 110%. I'm not a big festival guy. Uh, I mean, I don't want to speak for everyone else. It's just me. Um, I've only been to like, I don't even know if I've ever been to like a huge festival. I don't think I've actually ever even been to a huge festival. I'll probably do that. I don't know. Maybe I'll look into it. But me with my anxiety and I don't know, just being in a crowd like that when it's outside and the music's blasting does not sound pleasant to me at all. I don't want to be around no sweaty people. I don't want to be all cramped up. And especially, you know, after this Astroworld crap, if people were getting stomped out to death, you know what I mean? Like, why the hell would I be in the middle of that crowd or be in the front by the railing? You know what I mean? Where they're going to, you're going to be against that metal rail and you're going to be the one that's, you know, getting squished because of all the human pressure, right? It's like everyone's moving like a wave and it's like, it's just horrible, man. That, that whole festival was just so so messed up but anyways um he made his first appearance um you know since that tragedy um it was at the 2022 billboard music awards with uh diddy hosting and um i saw on, on instagram that diddy personally requested travis scott to perform and i know this because i mean obviously via instagram but i know after reading 50 cents book um p diddy went through the same thing uh you know when he would perform a lot more often back in the day, uh, people had died at his uh, his concert, right? He was performing at a festival, and people had passed away while he was performing. And he went through the same thing, basically, like, canceled, but cancel culture wasn't so popular back then. But, you know, he, he went through the same thing at one point in his career. And, uh, you know, it, 
basically Diddy felt for Travis and he was like, man, I want to uncancel the cancel. You know what I mean? And I, you know, we know that Diddy changed his name to love. So he's all about positivity and all that. So he was basically just trying to help Travis and you can't be mad at him for that, right? You can't yell at Travis for like at him for the rest of his life because of a fuck up he did, right? No one likes to be judged for their past and um i'm a bit i'm a believer in second chances because i do believe people have fucked up in their life you know like they've just done this done that um you know i've i'm one of them that you know that has just messed up and you know i don't like to hold people off of you know certain actions they've done right if it's you know if it's one time live and learn but if it's more than two times whatever then you're starting to get to a red flag and that's a no-no but that's a whole nother topic but yeah, man, I just think Diddy's just trying to help him out. And it's just cool to see that, you know, see him, like, reaching down to him and trying to, like, pull him up again. Because, honestly, that is the right thing to be doing. I know certain people probably didn't want to talk about it and get their name out there and be like, oh, man, like, I don't want to put my name on the Travis. I don't want to go out and support him because then they're going to get canceled, right? So for Diddy to be out there loud and proud be like, yes, I personally asked i think it was nbc i personally asked nbc to you know allow travis scott to perform while i'm the host of this and they approved right so it is just it's dope for someone to go out of your way and help you out like that it's just it means a lot right that it's it helps a lot i know he did like some small shows here and there like private events in miami like travis did but no one really knew about him but this is like his first public appearance so it's just cool to see him you know get back on track and honestly travis is too big to get canceled like as much as people would want to counsel him and keep him down he's too famous he's too big you know he's too big of an artist he's too talented and it's just it's the truth right he has like his music is too good you know he's just you can't keep people like that down right that's like um trying to keep a kardashian down or something like that or like drake like you can't because they you know these are like superstar celebrities right they're they're huge like some of the big are one of the biggest artists probably in the world so can't cancel that you know and diddy's trying to uncancel the canceled which is dope and i approve of that um last thing i didn't know if i want to talk about this one but i am going to talk about it um it is the uh the buffalo supermarket uh shooting um if you guys did not know last week you know there was a uh a kid actually that walked in, you know, to a supermarket and he, uh, you know, with an AR-15 and he had, um, you know, killed people for no reason. I mean, it seemed like a targeted attack, you know, to, to, uh, you know, black people and stuff. And, you know, it was just hard to see that. I, I came across, you know, the video footage, uh, like the, like the whole live stream, um, I didn't know if I wanted to watch it, but of course, like our no or my nosy ass is like, dude, I gotta, I wanna watch it, I gotta watch it, and people in the comments are saying, don't watch that, don't watch that, and um, it was kind of like the same thing with that kid that had passed away in um, where was it at? Was it Florida? I think it was Florida on the roller coaster. I'm sorry if I got that wrong, but um, yeah, I was. You know how they have that video footage of him basically falling to his death, and it was just horrible. Um. Yeah, man, it's just, this this supermarket, you know, shooting is just, it's so sad, you know, to see stuff like this. And 
if you guys were to come across that footage, I I'd recommend you you know you guys not to watch it because it was pretty pretty graphic. Um, he live streamed the whole thing, you know, from him driving in the neighborhood to him going into the store. And I know there's a whole like political you know topic about it right now. You know, like it, it was it seemed like it was a targeted attack. You know how he pointed the gun at the white man. And the white man, or, you know, then he apologized because he didn't shoot him right. And he was only shooting, you know, colored people. And uh, it just sucks. The kid, I believe he was between 18 years old and 20 years old. And he had writing on his AR. I don't know exactly what it said. Um, it was just horrible, right? And, you know, I know a lot of people were, were getting mad at the police because, you know, they, he wasn't, or he was extremely armed, and, uh, you know, he wasn't shot or nothing like that. Um, it just sucks to say, you know, there's a lot of ugly stuff that happens in this world. Actually, this reminds me, if you guys, I don't know if you guys ever came across some of these, like, uh, gory sites on the internet, but there's a lot of bad stuff on the internet, and, um, I was just on, you know, when I watched that video, it was on one of those websites, and, uh, it was just... You know, all negative and all horrible things, right? Like, I don't even want to say some of the things, but every day, you know, something horrible happens, you know, in the world. I personally don't like to feed my brain with that. So, you know, I lay off on it. I mean, the only time I, I it's not like I watch this shit like every day, right? The only time I'll do it is if like there's some like, some huge story like this, right? Like a mass shooting, and it's like, oh, what the hell happened? Or like that kid, you know, that went viral in you know, India, you know, the U.S. So you know, it I just came across it in my Twitter feed, right? So, so like I couldn't miss it. But um, you know, there's websites that are out there that are weird, and I'm just saying like, be careful with what you watch and feed your mind because. It'll really affect you and it'll change your views on some things and it might not be for the, you know, the best thing. Um, I personally, I never watch the news just because I feel like there's a lot of negativity on the news. Um, I know locally we have a, a you know, like a, a Instagram, you know, it's like for the 209, you know, that's my area code um, where I live. But we have a page called 209 Times and they just report stuff. I do not follow that page, and I refuse to ever follow that page. Um, there's a lot of stuff on there that I just do not care to keep up with, and I'm too busy doing my own thing, you know, to keep up with other people's stuff. Um, to each their own. You know, I know some people would like to see what's going on in their town. I like to see what's going on in my town, but I'd rather see the positive stuff. And I'm not saying, I'm not bashing that page 110%. I'm just saying, like, because I know they do post some positive stuff. But I feel like nine out of ten times the post that is on there, it's just negativity and bad stuff. And there's a lot of pages out there. So watch what you guys are feeding your brain. You know, follow positive stuff on social media. It's a tool. You know, it really is a tool. You want to get into, I don't know, you want to learn how to be the best basketball player in the world, follow basketball pages. You want to learn how to be the best uh the best, uh, I don't know, photograph a photographer in the world, follow photography pages. Uh, you know, people make 
a lot of content on that. You, I know, I follow a whole bunch of real estate stuff. I follow, you know, just a whole bunch of stuff I like. My, 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 my feed is full of sports cards, cars, sports, and um, financial stuff. Whether it's real estate and stocks or crypto, whatever, it's just stuff like that. So it's only stuff I like in the family, of course. Um, but yeah, that it'll it'll always be like that. I'm just saying, like, if you guys really want to change. Make sure you guys stop following all the negative bullshit. Unfollow people and move on. Simple. That's it. Stop following all the bad stuff. Without further ado, that is a wrap on today's episode. Um, make sure you guys leave a five-star review. It's greatly appreciated. You know, Share it on social media. Give me a shout-out. Give me anything. Uh, appreciate you guys if you made it this far listening um and i'll see you guys soon uh you know be ready for uh more episodes coming out soon now that um you know summer's hit, you know right around the corner i'm gonna have a lot more time so without further ado i'm out of here guys uh and peace Uh-huh.